Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lock Talk Radio. The volume is low. Yeah. All right. Well, here we are. We're back again today, and the topic is about completion, completing. We're going to complete this show today. (laughs) It was a test. You mean our delay this morning? Friends, this is Dr. Deb Carlin and my my host. Uh, I'm the host, and I have my other host with me, Richard Flint, Sir Richard Flint, Richard Flint, Minister Richard Flint, Mr. Richard Flint, just plain old Richard Flint of Richard Flint Seminars, Richard Flint Learning Center, and Richard Flint of uh, Richard Flint. (laughs) What's your name? And I'm just Cheryl, Dr. Deb Carlin. You're just my little old uni, unidimensional self. <laughs> this is Blog Talk Radio, where we have more fun as the influencers on the platform that started us, the Capable, where Capable's kindness and characters are all the things that lead to it. And then it's evolved into us being the influencers because, you know what? We want to become the new media. We are the news. The things we talk about here, they're good for your mind, they're good for your heart, they're good for your mind-body connection, they're good for your social interactions, they're good for your life, aren't they, Mr. Flint? Sir Flint. Yeah. Well, the purpose of the news, how it used to be once upon a yonder time, or the purpose of the news today in this contrived we don't like you. You shut up. We're going to tell you what to think, say, and do news. Is the news today really the news? Because news, it's to me, is the implementation of the sharing of information. So what I hear today is not the sharing of information. It's more uh, the sharing of opinions. Yeah. You know, I had this conversation the other day with a gal. Um, Hannah Hassel Kelchner, who's done a couple episodes on here. And Hannah is a um, an awesome business attorney, beautiful woman. And she and I were talking about the difference between journalism and what's taking place today. The people today are not journalists. I see journalists, excuse me if I'm offending anybody, call me up and tell me how you, how you actually are being a journalist. 
and what your behaviors are that you engage in that tell me that you're actually a journalist who's doing research, who's a reporter, who's out gathering the news, who's got a news team, as opposed to somebody who's got a bud in your ear, a script or a teleprompter, and you're just reading what you're told to read. It's cold. People are so disconnected. Here's here's one of the things that bothers me the most about it, Richard, is people who I see on camera, and, uh, you know, so by the way, I really can't watch anymore. I, re- I cannot watch anymore because I get into a into a very sassy, uh, irritable frame of mind, which you can hear in my voice right now as I'm recollecting. But if I see you sitting there, first of all, you're inappropriately dressed for the season. It's winter. You're you're wearing a summer a summer dress, particularly the girls, women, the ladies, the females, and um, yet they don't want to they don't want anybody to be hitting on them because you know they want to be provided without any consequence to that. That just blows my mind. And then. They are smiling while they're saying something that is absolutely devastating. Devastating. With a big smile on their face. And the guys do it too. And I think to myself, where where are their hearts? Are they listening to what they're saying? Where are their minds at in the midst of this? Or are they just really interested in smiling pretty for the camera? No. To me, the news is not supposed to be facts. It's just to report the facts. I think a lot of us think facts today are just opinions that are being stated as facts. There's no research behind it. There's no validity behind it. It's just, it's not what someone thinks. It's not what what you would call it's just what's being said to their earbox, and they're just, uh, they're reading it off of the teleprompter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, three times actually, I was asked, do you think the American people are really that stupid to really be into what's, what's happening today? And, uh, all right, so here's what you and I have to factor into this, okay? This is our fellow humankind that we are referring to here. And you and I are, are very loving people, and we're very passionate and compassionate. Thus, the careers that we've had to follow people, help people, minister to people, guide people, and advise people, counsel people. We care. I refuse to think that people are stupid even though I think a lot of the activity is really stupid, meaning I don't see intellectual process engaged. But but what what really bothers me is is the fear factor. You know, I, I have I have I have cried a lot of tears over this last year plus thinking about the crimes to humanity delivered from the flipping news. I am really I am devastated by the hearts crushed the lives lost, the relationships ruined, the families fractured, the careers that have been devastated. I mean, it is this is catastrophic. The politics catastrophic. The 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 reality around this virus catastrophic. All of it makes me feel incredibly uncomfortable and you know what? I don't even want to talk about Republicans and Democrats. It's 
everybody across the board in leadership positions. People are completely disconnected from their, their I think, God-given, original compassion and goodness. And they're just out there floating around. And they don't, they know not what they say. That, that, that biblical term uh, keeps running through my mind. They know not what they say. Forgive them. They know not what they say. And I, and I feel that way. Should should never be questioned in terms of how powerful it is. The impact, you know, the father was sitting in a meeting teaching uh, one of the fathers of social psychology and and was asked what is he, you know, what are you doodling over there? He, and he drew a little formula, a little F representing function on the outside, and on the inside of the parens was P small P comma E. And friends, the function of the person in the environment, and when and that is social psychology. When we take any one of us and we put us into an environment, it impacts our behavior. You know, and people people give in to mass hysteria. People give in to uh, the 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 intense pressure of bullying. I mean, the bullying that I see going on politically is just horrendous. And as a matter of fact, when I'm in the audience of a news channel, I feel bullied with this screaming and these antics that are taking place on this screen in front of me. And I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know how anybody resists that when you are alive and you are there in the midst of all these people. You know, you you go into the bathroom. There's these conversations when you're in these vulnerable positions, and it's very private. When you're in the hallway or you're walking into your office or you're alone in your office, the points of vulnerability for people to get pressured, coerced, intimidated into doing what it is that they do, I think is absolutely unrelentingly powerful. And that terrifies me. I think this counterculture oh. is not the I was just going to say that. That to me oh, is. <laughs> you win. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> We've got the bell. I was sick. My stomach when I saw that it flashed across my phone this morning. Oh, are you kidding? Well, you know, all the things they want to get rid of. I mean, you know, what's all about your suits? I mean, it's, it's just these, these little groups of people. 
him again. Mm-hmm. I know. Someone needs to stand up to these people and tell them, because, you know, if, if, no one, if no one confronts them, then they're validating and they feel their back. And we got so many groups out there that have no idea who they are, what they're doing. They're just looking for their Cause. Yeah, the concept that the media will jump and all of a sudden now the media is giving them credibility put it on the air. If the media didn't do it, they go away. A hundred percent. Guess what? I heard this yesterday and I'm thinking this has gotta be a scoop. Jeep is no longer gonna call their one vehicle the Jeep Cherokee. How is that insulting? How in the world is that insulting? Okay, so famous Dave's barbecue, Dave Anderson. I went to high school with him. Grew up with the guy. He's a phenomenal human being. He's a Native American. And he's on Facebook with these long diatribes saying, I am not insulted. (laughs) Bring the little Native American female Indian girl back to the front of Lake Butter. And cut it out. Now I, I say, God bless him that he is—he he is not touched by the cancel culture. He's got such a huge fan base. I don't, and we all love barbecue. <laughs> you know, like don't mess with our food, right? But who wants to stand up to these bullies? I mean, I do, I do, we do in our own way here. But you and I have talked about, you know, sort of, geez. I mean, dare we? I really search for Why are we experiencing all of this now? I mean, Jeep Cherokee has been Jeep Cherokee for years. Washington Redskins have been the Washington Redskins for years. Now, all of a sudden, it's it's wrong. It's not about uh, negative. Washington Redskins, nothing wrong with that. take on it is is a is a a social psychologist, okay? The the zeitgeist is right for this. You know, the movement, the zeitgeist, the zeitgeist, you know, German word, the zeitgeist meaning the collective spirit of the culture has been prepared for this. And the time is now. It's like the avocado off the tree at just the right moment. It's perfect. So, what do you have? You've got decades of, of revolt and, and one movement after the next, after the next, after the next. Each decade has got their movement in it and it just strengthens. And then you've got these, um, these incidents contrived or otherwise that are blown way out of proportion. And it is just, it is one hysterical reaction after another hysterical reaction. I'm, I'm looking at um, my, on my, my personal messaging. Some of it comes out on Facebook on the main uh, up part, but a lot of it covert on this Facebook Messenger, which I'm really starting to get really tired of because people are hiding back there doing some nefarious things, I think. 
And I'm getting invited into these groups that are telling me we have to change everything. We have to break down everything. We have to erase the culture that it is. It's time for a new world. It's time for a new day. Out with the old and in with the new. We have to break the patriarchal system. and We're moving forward and here come the ladies. What? 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 Out the old and in with the new what you ring the bell about on New Year's Eve. It doesn't mean you throw the world away and you recreate something. And what is this? It's time for the ladies. I thought innocently and absolutely authentically that what we were going for was lives that matter. You know, black lives felt like they hadn't been honored. Let's honor them. Okay, great. Brown lives, let's honor them. Okay, great. How about, here's a unique idea. How about if we stop looking at color? Because I thought racism was when you were looking at everybody's color. And and then sexism, I thought you didn't want to be looked at a certain way because you're female. Wait a second. What I see is intense discrimination, incredibly intense discrimination. White men, I've been talking about this for 20 years. White men have been blamed and just nailed up against the wall for every single thing that's wrong. And, and you know, my head just spins on that one. We've talked about that in here before. And, and on, this, on this racial issue, wait a second. You know, I remember right around the Michael Brown thing, when, I, when Build the Strength Within came out, and I was doing all these radio interviews around the country, and um, people were talking about Build the Strength Within and also asking me about the Michael Brown incident and what should we do about this. And I said, quit talking about it as a, as, a, as a racial issue. This is a family values issue. This is a community issue. And, and what we need to look at is parenting and schooling and how do we really love one another and take care of each other. Stop the divide because you're exacerbating things. But no, it's grown more and more and more intense. And, you know, people were, you know, sort of, I remember one guy came on, I was the guest on a uh, on a, on a show with Austin. A, a guy came on and, and he was attacking me. And he said, well, I've been a year of white privilege. And I said, have you ever identified me as white? We're on the radio. And he goes, well, I can tell. And I said, how can you tell? And he said, by the way I talk. And I said, what about the way I talk? <laughs> and he said, you sound like a white person. And I said, what if I tell you I'm a black lady? What if I tell you I'm a black man? <laughs> in a woman's body. I mean, what are you talking about? And he, and, and, he, and he was telling me that I could never, as a white woman, understand the plight of a black man. And I said, let me ask you a question. Are you a black man? And he said, a white guy. And I said, yeah, bingo. I knew that just like you knew I was white because you can tell from the inflections in our voices something about our demographic. And Okay. So, so what? Telling me <laughs> you, can, you can stand and live and be empathic in, in the shoes of another race, but I can't? Why? And like, what are you doing? You're 
against your own demographic to make your point. What are you doing? It was so insane to me. But, Richard, this is the norm now. And the norm that it's becoming is a very dangerous norm. Yes. You, you know, somebody's black that you kick in the necks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because that's, that's racially insensitive. Why? Because he's Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's just getting to the point that it's I mean, they want to go with a single Oh, they do? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Why do they want to get rid of Dr. Seuss? What's wrong with Dr. Seuss? Because it's not, it's books do not to go to heartmath.org and get the device called HeartMath. The little cord to your ear, you plug it to your phone, you get the HeartMath app, and you start to get synchrony between your brain and your heart. We need we need a whole country of people who have that on assignment. I would really like to put that on assignment for every single human being because people's hearts and heads are completely discombobulated, disconnected. It's got to stop. Operating out of fear, but you know, I, I'm dealing with. 
I have got more calls from people now for help than I than I did in 2020 or prior to that. I mean, even even around 9/11, my business, my work is unprecedented busy, and people are more and more divorced away from their soul, their self. I'm talking to people about critical thinking skills. I'm teaching adults critical thinking skills. I am I am talking to them about core American values, core domestic values. My whole, uh, you know, capital raise that I'm in the middle of right now is based on my having to reiterate a point to interested parties when they say, well, this is another wellness institute. Oh, no, it is not. This is authentic, holistic well-being. And, and, keep, and, and keep that W on the whole because it is absolutely about holism. And guess what? This has got to take place in a domestic atmosphere not institutional, and not commercial. We need people to learn how to go back and go into the home. What do we do when somebody has a heart attack or a stroke? We, we, we do home care or we do rehab care, and we have ADLs that everybody has to pass, activities of daily living. Do you know how to shower? Do you know how to, you know how to bathe yourself? Do you know how to get dressed? Do you know how to take care of your clothes? It's all a domestic task. Oh, dear God in heaven. A lot of these people didn't know them before they had this incident. And now they're having to learn them? Yes, because they are core to our daily function ability. I, I have people who, you know, they don't go to the grocery. They go to the quick trip. 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 What are you getting, a hot dog for lunch? You, getting a dog for breakfast? And then what do you go back for wings tonight or something? I mean, this is not healthy, how people live. So we've got a culture that has been captured by commercials on TV that scare the bejesus out of you. Oh, you're getting older. Your bones are getting brittle. Your sugar's going high. Take this. You're depressed. Take this. You can't sleep. Take this. People have been medicated in the brain, it's time for a breakthrough. I'm going to tell you what I think the future of our country is, Richard. I think it is that people like us, we are compassionate, we're concerned, we're also fed up, intolerant of all this nonsense taking place. Do not erase my life. Do not erase my values. Do not erase where it is that we came from. And we have breakthroughs. You look at the popularity of people like Joe Dispenza and Patrick Porter and Bruce Lipton and Tony Robbins and Dean uh, Graziosi, and they are all, boom, out there delivering similar messages than mine. You're not so much the domestic thing, but in a different way in terms of relationships. And I am, you know, uh, empowerment of the mind, use of the mind. Thank you for pausing. I got lost in my own, in my own heaven here in my head. Brain science, neuroscience, quantum physics, the influence that our brain has over our reality and and, and good core values and um, over our mind-body health. And, you know, their crowds are filled with thousands of people. But people hear it, but they don't know how to do it. 
one of the things I think I like about um, Joe Dispenza is he's putting it in a uh, an immediate use. Do it this formula. Yes. Do it with me now. Do it in this video. Go to YouTube. Here we are. Here's here's the live audience. Here's the virtual audience. I mean, I'm his work all over the place. Same with Dr. Bruce Lipton. Same with Dr. Uh, Patrick Porter. You know, Patrick Porter invented the brain tap, which is a, a, a pair of headphones with a eye goggles on it that are uh, special lighting. And all the messaging that's in there, hundreds of different programs, are really healthy about getting you back into your right self. People have just kind of lost their mind is the problem. It's almost to be Every time there's they turn it into a negative. I know. And again, I'll say this to the day that I die. There is an agenda behind the agenda today that's designed to break the human spirit. I know. I know. And people just don't. This is called conspiracy theory. And you know what? It is not. It is basic psychology. You're absolutely right. You're, I mean, you can go back through the ages and look at the literature and look what it means when you mask human beings. We need to see one another's faces. And this social distancing is, to me, again, it's all about breaking the human spirit. I know. The body takes away from each other. We need that energy. We need to feed that energy. And, you know, we're seeing this today in, in children and in young people today where we've taken them out of the schools, we've taken them away from having social interaction, we're putting them on an island, then we give them a computer and we put them in classrooms, but they're not in the class. I know. I know. We're, we're going to see the Well, let me tell you some good news. Florida, <laughs> Florida is a different circumstance. South Dakota is a different is a different circumstance. Um, Missouri is a different circumstance. You know, I'm here in Chicago right now, and it's it's a little bit of a different circumstance. We've got restaurants open. We've got some kids going back to school. Um, I'm I'm thrilled and delighted about about all that. You know, I'm just it's not enough, and it's not fast enough. And New York is still completely a disaster. How did we let New York, how did we let New York completely get annihilated? How did we let that happen? How? I want to know. I want somebody to tell me. I think I've got all the answers. I'm sitting here. I'm getting so worked up. I, I believe that, and I do, I do believe this. I think that people have been, because this has not been a rush movement. Yeah. It's been a methodical plan out movement. But what's happened is that people have been long to sleep. They've gotten so far in the business of the, the economy and the business of life 
They have problems killing birds. I, I've never liked them. I think that they're creepy. And and with the solar panels and fluorescent lighting, no one knows how it is that you can safely dispose of them. But yet everybody thinks it's a great idea. I used to be excited about solar until I started looking at, okay, so how does this go? How does that go? And then I'm thinking to myself, you know what? No, I'm going to be a reasonableist. The ideal is to have a home that's got old-fashioned radiator heat with hot water pipes that run through the walls and the floors that keep things nice and warm. You're using electric. You're using gas. You're, 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 you got a fireplace. You got wood-burning stuff. You got ceiling fans. You know, you got lots and lots of windows. You have skylights for lights. You know, I mean, <laughs> Yeah. I know. The poor house are getting canceled. media platform. So I'm going to defend them for just a moment. I I say all kinds of things, but I never swear. I never put fake information out there. I am very articulate in my wordsmithing, and I don't pretend that I know it all. I present what I do know, and I present it factually and compassionately. So you know, I think when people are vulgar, you know, it, don't do that. And by the way, when people yeah, show up, I agree, I agree with that. Yeah, that. right. If you want to be ugly, then they should shut you down. But don't give them the right to determine, you know, what is right and what is wrong. What's happening to free speech today? Well, and the unequalization of it is is really quite accept- uh, uh, disturbing, because we've got we've got people who are being censored. You know, like our former president, he's, he's being censored. How do you how do you censor the president of the United States? Secondly, we then have people who are haters of our country, and all our social media platforms are American companies. Why are they tolerating that? So the the inequities in it bother me tremendously. They're a private company. So, as a private company, there's no restrictions on it. And this is like, you know, this is something that the president he wanted to do. He wanted to end this, he wanted to end this, uh, this world where social media didn't have 
social media and the Internet answers to no one. That's why when people tell me, yeah, you know, I found it on the Internet. It's on the Internet. It must be true. The Internet doesn't have a guardian. There is no guardian over the Internet. You can put whatever slot you want out there. Any... The Internet is filled with people. It's run by people. And you got more people that set up there and say, all right, let's look, let's look. This is what that problem wrote. I don't like what she said. And who gives people more? I mean, we, we should have the freedom to be ourselves. But look what's happening. They're, they're coming at it. And, and they're coming at the human spirit with fear. And I think we're just beginning to understand how powerful the motion of fear is. And what fear can do to the human side. I think, I'll tell you something. I think, I think that we better look back at annihilations of communities of people and learn the lessons. And and, and actually, it, this is kind of interesting. In my leisure time, when I take a couple hours at night, you know, and I mean really, truly, at the end of my day, um, or I take a couple hours over the weekend and I just lay back and watch TV, and I, I go on to um, Turner Classics, I have noticed a trend and I, I don't want to see the movies that are on there because they're about the Nazis, about World War II, the brainwashing, about the the um, recruitment of the children, and I and I hope that they're that they're doing that because they're they're pointing out how evil it was, how counterproductive it was, and people need to be educated about that. But you know what? I don't want to spend my time watching it. I've already done all that. I know all that. But maybe if enough people watch it and see it and learn about it, that it's going to cause a shift. I still believe in humanity. I still believe in our country. I still believe in our society. I still believe in our culture. I still believe in people. I believe that people are 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 saying enough already. I mean, even some of the people who are really extreme are moving into the middle going, you know, I think you went too far. So, you know, I can't support you on that. There's not enough of it. I want it to stop like boom. But this slow-moving train is going to slow down slowly, and it's going to turn slowly. But I think that when it turns, we're going to run it off the rail. Be done with it. Coronavirus recovery for the American people. I read this yesterday. If they had given it to the American people, every American, every American in America would have gotten six thousand dollars, as opposed to a percentage of the people are getting the money and they'll get fourteen hundred dollars. Where did that differential go to? Way over yonder to people who hate us. Why in the world is it approved? For a dollar to leave America at this point in time, we desperately need that money. Why do we take care of that world that hates us while we have people in our own country that are starving to death? 
like what is the name of that group? Um, Barstool, where one person said, I'm putting up a half a million dollars of my own money, and now it's a $30 million account, and they're filtering out the money to the restaurants and the bars and saying, use it, use it, pay it forward. You know, there's something inside of everything, no matter what it is, and I'm just an absolute fervent believer in this, and I I know that people listen to me and hear me, and sometimes they they argue with me, and, and sometimes they love it, and other times they look at me like I'm you know, out of my mind. But I absolutely, 100% commit to the idea that inside of everything, no matter how bad it looks, there's some blessing. There's something that actually is a is a, a healthy opportunity, a benefit somewhere. And in this, I think America's going to come back. We're going to be more united. We're going to be more sensible. We're going to be more grounded. We're going to reestablish our four values. Yeah, what is it going to take to get us there? Is there going to be any kind of a real foundation left by the time we say enough is enough? I think we're saying enough is enough. I'm sorry? I think we're starting to say enough is enough. Where do you see that? Uh, schools that are reopening, um, the groundswell of people who are saying, um, what kind of litigation is there to prevent me from having to wear a mask? Because there's just not enough evidence that says the mask is really the answer and social distancing is really the answer. It wasn't about the coronavirus that kept us out of the classroom. It 
was the fact we wanted to wait. So they used the fires. Yeah, when when I was growing up here in Chicago, the way that I grew up, the era that I grew up in, I believe that our teachers really cared about us. I didn't like every single one of my teachers, but I knew our teachers would be there every day. We would be expected to behave, learn, engage, get our work done, get our homework done, be polite, be good to one another. When you and I were growing up, teachers taught. They didn't brainwash. There's a movement that's out there today. It's not about teaching. It is about (laughs) brainwashing the minds of young kids today. I know. No, I loved I loved teaching at the university level. It was it was a beautiful experience and I did it for years. And those those kids are are at a, a beautiful developmental stage in between childhood and adulthood and the, the way that we need to responsibly escort them through their college experience is really important. And and the thing that really drove me away from the university was I saw because of who I am and how I am and how I interact with my students as their as their professor and as their advisor and them coming in and out of my office and out of my classrooms in the way that I created teams and communities in every class I taught. They they made it clear to me what their problems were. And when I went to my deans and when I went to my department chair, I was told you cannot contact parents. No, no. You cannot contact parents. Parents, you know, the, the kids have, well, are you insane? Who's paying for their education? And who's, whose property are they? They belong to their mom and dad. They're, they're the property of their family. They're just over here on a lease. So I did an end around the university, happily, very intentionally. You're in, my, you're in my office, and we need your parents involved. I can't call them. Here. Here's the phone. You call them. Get them on the line. Put them on speaker. I will talk to them. You're the one who made the call. I mean, this this was heinous. Do you think today that with the mindset we have, we're dinosaurs? No. No, I do not. I believe that we are we are, we we are the core of America. We are the core values for for a loving, kind, genteel nation of United States of America citizens that believe in the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We look at the at the Statue of Liberty and we rejoice what that means. We love the idea of Ellis Island. It's too bad that. Air traffic, the way the ability to have everybody come through Ellis Island, welcomed into the United States through New York, to be embraced, to have that wonderful introduction to a beautiful country. That was beautiful. No, we are the elders. We are the wise elders. We need to spread what it is that we know, and lovingly so. 
dialogue. I think that we need to have um, ways to safely editorialize our responses. I think we do shows like this and we, we utilize the audiences that we have. We speak reason. They hear our passion. Hopefully they listen to this episode and, and you know they're entertained and they're jacked up and they're thinking and they're feeling and then they think, well, here's what we can do and here's what we can do. I do think that we each need to write and call our political leaders and the ones that we don't approve of, let them know I don't approve, and the ones that we do approve of, tell them, please keep going. And, and yeah, we're going to be a personal risk for doing that. I say I'm a personal risk. I'm not happy about it. I'm uncomfortable about it, but I'm going to do it anyway. If you leave their words to the vocabulary that they don't like, integrity. Lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 